What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Self Helpless Podcast. I'm Delaney Fisher. And I'm Kelsey Cook. And today we are talking about our honest daily routines versus the ones that we wish we did mm-hmm. every day. You know, the ideal, those those Instagram routines. We're talking about what the difference is for us. And so just, you know, chatting about like our typical morning routine, uh, nighttime routine, day-to-day life stuff. And uh, it's just going to get really honest. And hopefully this gives you some ideas to, um, you know, things to add to your routine or take out of it to make you feel better, or maybe just encourages you to do an audit of your time and see where it's actually going and what you can remove or what you can, you know, add back in. So um, yeah, it's going to be going to be a good one. And um, before we get into it, if you are a podcast fan, if you like podcasts, I got another one called Career Crush for free at DelaneyFisher.com. And we talk about unconventional careers and lifestyles and all that good stuff. I'm interviewing some amazing people from all over the world. So if that is something that you're interested in, um, whether you are wanting to make a lifestyle change or a career pivot or add some creative side projects into your day. Maybe you're like thinking you want to move out of state or, you know, sell all your shit and get a tiny home or whatever, all that (laughs) stuff. These are the people that are actually doing that stuff. So, um, it's been really fun and I'd love to have you over there. Uh, DelaneyFisher.com. Kels, where can people find you on the road right now? Yeah. So this is coming out on October 16th. I will be in Cleveland this weekend at Hilarity's Comedy Club, one of the best clubs in the country. I'm really excited to be back there. And then uh, in November, I'm in Grand Rapids, D.C., Nashville, Huntsville, and Atlanta. And then in December, I'm in Boston and Tampa. 
finishing out this year's tour. So you can go to KelseyCook.com, get those tour date tickets, and then there will be a whole new tour next year because yeah, it doesn't stop. <laughs> it just keeps on going, which is is it a routine? Is it, it a is routine, Kelsey? <laughs> it really is. Yeah, but uh, it's been so great. So thank you guys for for coming out to shows lately, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Hell yeah. Um, Kels, did you have any quotables to kick off this episode? I have a few, but I don't know if you had any burning ones on your mind that help you. I don't have a burning one. I would love to hear what yours are, though. So I feel like, uh, okay, I'll do some routine quotes. And then uh, I feel like, you know, having a routine is about prioritizing, really, what you Mm -hmm what you, you know, care the most about. Um, So here's a few just about uh, routines. All right, this is from Chrissy Halton. It says, schedules are meant to help, not hinder. Create them with your lifestyle in mind. Um, You know? Yeah, I feel like there's been periods of my life where I'm just like, I'm living in tiny little increments around like a day job I don't like or doing things that I feel obligated to do, but I don't actually like doing And um, that's always a good reminder. What's the quote that you brought to the show? This was years ago where it was like, instead of saying I am too tired or like I am too lazy to do this, just say it's not a priority. Yes. Such a good one. And I, I don't know who this is attributed to, but yeah, if you, you know, when we say like, I don't have time or this or that, what does it feel like if you're like, It's just not been a priority. Of course, there's always the exception of people who truly do not have the time, right? right? Like every minute of the day, they are working to, you know, put food on the table for their families, all of that. But a lot of us like watch a lot of TV, myself included and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, we, we do have the time. We're just for some reason, not doing that thing that we say is important to us. That one has stuck with me over the years. I can hear that in my head. If there's something that I've pushed off for maybe two, three days in a row, then I'm like, oh, it's not because I ran out of time. It's because I am dragging my feet on this thing and not making it a priority. Yes, yes, exactly. And I I love the one that I, um, one of my favorite quotes is, you know, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. I love keeping that in mind when it comes to building like my schedule and my routine. Cause I'm like, Mm -hmm. I just have to do the things that move the needle and make me feel the best and kind of forget the rest, you know, like just can't do it all. Cause that, you know, those, those routine, like the, the pressure of the routines can be too much where it's like, it feels more like an obligation and a checklist versus actually getting yourself in a, like a good mindset or, you know, a flow state. This is from, um, my God, Paulo Coelho. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm like, I always, yes. Fantastic. Right. So if you think adventure is dangerous, try routine. It is lethal. (laughs) What a fucking quote that is, dude. What a quote. Yeah. What strikes you about that one? It it makes me think of Edward Norton's character in Fight Club, actually. (laughs) Like the guy who has who's like living the same exact day every day, just going to his corporate job, hates his life and then just snaps and yes, <laughs> has oh my the most God. adventure filled life. Exactly. Another person. Yeah, exactly. I love this because it made me kind of think on both ends of like when you get in a routine and you're not really 
being conscious of like what you want out of your life, that's very dangerous of just like, well, I've always done it this way. So I'm going to keep doing it this way. It just like takes critical thinking out of the picture for you in a way. But on the other end, if you think of it as like a positive of like my simple daily habits and small changes can be lethal or dangerous in the sense of I can do fucking anything, you know, I can accomplish anything. And I I, I kind of like it on, on both ends of that spectrum. Um, And then the final one, this is or a couple more uh, Octavia Butler first forget inspiration habit is more dependable habit will sustain you whether you're inspired or not. I love that. Yeah, there's, I, I think as we've gotten older and you leave school, you learn how important it is to have self-discipline because like nobody's going to make you do shit anymore. You right. aren't living with your parents. You don't have teachers that are right. pressuring you to do things. And so, yeah, I, uh, I think having a habit is, or having a good habits is so, so crucial. Yeah. It's like, you can kind of go on autopilot in a good way, you know, mm-hmm. even if you're struggling through something. And then the final one, this is one of the most popular ones I found about routines from Mike Murdoch. It says the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. Yeah. 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 I love that other one that says, uh, how you spend your days is how you spend your life. Yes. Yes. Another tattooable quote, baby. Another tattooable. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. That one can be good or bad. It's like, if you can establish a good, healthy routine and good habits, then that'll be a good life. But if you're just doing the same shit every day that you don't want to be doing, that's kind of scary. And like, there's a reason why like books about routines and habits and all that stuff, they're huge. And why like any, any person that you think is successful, whether, you know, whatever your idea of success is, they ascribe a lot of their successes to having a routine Mm -hmm. and, and building habits. Like it truly is like the secret, right? (laughs) That's, that's the big secret is they they're doing the same things over and over again that, that make them feel good or that you know help them product you'd be productive in whatever their life's work is and that over time compounds to you know a fulfilling career or purposeful life or whatever yeah i don't know if you've ever heard of this it was going viral on tiktok a guy did a video about it there are things called i think it's called like a week calendar or a life calendar but it's you can I think have it custom made for you and you just estimate how long you think you're gonna live so I think this guy said oh my god this is (laughs) it's so crazy but it really blows your mind to see something like this so I think this guy said maybe 85 and he's in his 40s and then there's a custom print made where there's a dot for every week between that age he's at now and 85 and so every week that goes by you cross out a dot holy shit (laughs) i think it could be very anxiety inducing but it also really kicks you in the ass and forces you to make sure you're living the life you want to live because it takes the illusion away of of infinite time Because I think we can kind of live like that, where we're like, well, I'm young now, I'll figure things out. But when you see those dots, and you become aware that there will be an end eventually, oh my god. I didn't buy one. I don't know if I could have one in my home. 
that would scare me. (laughs) Kelsey, I just came. I have already (laughs) ordered it. It's been ordered. (laughs) I've written it down. It's arriving on my doorstep tomorrow. No, I, I seriously, I would love to do an episode about that. Yeah. Okay. For us to try it out and see, did it help or did it create a lot of anxiety or was it something in the middle? Because for me, death is a huge motivator for me. I know for some people it can, it can be too much, but I, I like to think about it quite often because it helps me not sweat the small stuff. And like your grandma said, it's all small stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and it, that, so death for me is like a really great compass, but I know that's for some people thinking about death all the time is a huge bummer and could actually help, you know, make them spiral downward. So my gosh, I am so excited about that. (laughs) That's so funny. Your your reaction was so different than what I thought it was going to be because I think your feelings on death have changed a lot over the years on the podcast. Yeah. You used to be really terrified of death. It used to be something that you could not even think about. I remember we did an episode with the death doula and yes. all of that was just really hard for you to to even do a subject on. Yes. And um, so when I brought that up just now, I was like, oh, I'm thinking Delaney is going to be like, I would fucking never. You could not <laughs> pay me enough. You could not put that in my home. But I love that you're interested in it because I'm actually yeah. the one that's a little more freaked out by the concept oh I love it I I you know I'm a very visual person so honestly seeing all the weeks that I might have left I I kind of like it will help me plan my life better (laughs) you know it's like hey that 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 vacation shouldn't wait until I'm 65 years old let's do it at 40 like I I just, it's that reminder that life is happening now. Life is not in the future. And I love that episode that you mentioned with Alua Arthur. I actually saw her on TV recently as a, you know, a death expert on one of those shows. And I was like, God, I want still one of my favorite episodes. And she actually really helped me start this journey into looking into the fear of death more and death anxiety and figuring that shit out. Because on that podcast episode, whether it was during the show, Kels, or like before mm-hmm. or after, she kind of was like, you know, people who have that fear of death that I was describing, like really crippling fear of death, you know, they just haven't figured out what they believe yet. And once you kind of figure out what you might believe, it really helps that dissipate. And I was like, whoa, you're right. Um, so yeah. God, yeah. Great episode to go back to if you're interested. But um, yeah, she was yes. amazing. Such yes, a great her. Right. Um, yes. So Kels, I'm so excited to hear about like, what is your real daily routine? Let's, let's mm-hmm. throw the Instagram, uh, reel in the dumpster for right now. <laughs> what does it yeah. actually look like on a day to day for you, whether on the road at home, whatever you want to share? Sure. So my real and untidy and like kind <laughs> of the, the routine that I wish I didn't have yeah. when I'm home is that I, I wake up later than I would like because I go to bed later than I would like. Okay. Yeah. Um, and when I wake up, typically one of the very first things I do is I get on my phone because Mm -hmm. I, and I don't know if you feel this at all now that you're not on social media, if you have replaced it with anything else on your phone that draws you to your phone. But for me, there's like an instant wanting to check social media see what my new notifications are, check my email because you've been off of it for 
nine, 10 hours that you've been asleep. So it's this kind of like, <gasps> like you, you want to get your, your fix again. Yeah. And By the so- way, good for you for getting 10 hours of sleep. <laughs> what are you, a 17 year old boy? <laughs> That's what I'm saying is like, I sleep for That's so nice, I I mean, I, but I wish I didn't require so much sleep. I, I have a doctor's appointment. I'm going to get all my blood work th- done. I want to make sure that this is okay. And, you know, I, I want to get my hormones tested to make sure everything's good to go. But right. I don't, you and I are people that really love to seize the day, feel like we did so much in a day. And it bothers me when I look at my phone and it's 10 a.m. And that's mm. when I'm waking up. To me, it's like, ugh, I already missed this window of the morning where I could have been productive. I could have just been more relaxed. Now I feel like I'm behind. Wow. It's so interesting because from my perspective, I'm thinking you, you are on the road so much that it makes sense that you sleep a lot when you're home yeah. and try, try to get well rested. And like, you know, yeah. like that, that would not, I would not think twice about that, but you're kind okay. of hard on yourself about that. Yeah. Thanks for Thanks for thinking of that because you're right. It's that does make it pretty clear when you put it that way. It's like I travel yeah. so much more than the average human yeah. and it really takes everything out of you. It's it's so unbelievably much. hard. So, yes. Um so I wake up, I'm on my phone and I and I will get into this and in, well actually no, I'll just say it right now. I've been seeing a lot of videos on TikTok about how one of the best things you can do for your brain and for your mood is to not be on your phone for the first like hour of the day, hour and a half of the day, because your brain waves are changing from, I believe it's from theta to alpha. Maybe don't quote me on this. We are called self-helpless. I'm not a doctor. Theta, beta, pi. I think it's called. (laughs) Um, But I believe that the theta waves are what you are in for a lot of your sleep. And that when you're, waking up you're still kind of in that and that's when you can reprogram your subconscious brain so do you ever find that if something happens really early in your day like pretty soon after you've woken up that's a bad thing like a a stressful thing you got bad news you you know saw an an email that rubbed you the wrong way that it can really affect your mood for like oh yeah the majority of the day whereas if it had happened later you're able to brush it off a little bit more easily. Totally makes sense. Yes. Yeah. That resonates for sure. So yeah, these videos I'm seeing are talking about how critical it is that you're aware of like the information you're taking in in the first part of your day and what you're doing, because it can not just set the tone for the rest of your day, but it's actually like your brain is more vulnerable and more susceptible to being programmed in a way you don't want. Mm. So This is why I'm saying that my current routine is I wake up, I'm on my phone. I did try it today. I didn't get on my phone for an hour. I was very proud of myself. I feel fantastic. I have to tell you, like, I really was way more careful about what I was doing with my phone. And it just, it feels a lot better. So yes, um, typically on a day-to-day basis, I'm not going out and getting that natural sunlight immediately, but that's become this big thing. I've mentioned it before from the Andrew Huberman podcast that's like blown up how beneficial it is to get natural sunlight for like 15, yeah. 20 minutes first thing in the morning, 
helps your circadian rhythm. So I want to be doing that, but I'm not. I'll like, I'll be by a window, (laughs) but I'm not like typically going out on a walk and I should. Mm. And uh, then I'm having a water. I'm making a smoothie. I'm I'm good with my smoothies. I will say if I'm home, I'm having a smoothie and I'm pooping. Yeah. You get that morning poop. Good. It's going to be a good day. Or your morning three poops like me. (laughs) (laughs) Or your morning three poops like Delaney. Like three. (laughs) The luckiest lady on the planet. Truly an avenger of shitting. I don't know how you've been so blessed to have a Chinese finger trap pussy and poop all the time. But, you know, the Lord. I am. The Lord really showered you with some love. I am. I am basically like a Terminator. Yes. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. So, and, uh, and then I'm posting a clip online. I'm usually doing some form of social media in the morning because that's when you get the best engagement. And then I will try to go to the gym or do some form of exercise. That is a typical morning for me it feels a little messy it feels I I always feel like I'm in a rush so I would like to be able to wake up earlier if I can but um that's that's my typical morning-ish routine how about you yeah um well I love the the question that you had was like um have I replaced social media with something else on my phone so it's Mm -hmm. like yes yes and no so um for those of you tuning in, yeah, I deleted social media a couple of years ago at this point now, or almost a couple of years. Um, and so, yes, I used to kind of wake up and that was the first thing I checked. Now I do often check my phone really early in the morning. And sometimes like when I'm still in bed, like for yeah. me, it kind of helps me wake up a little bit and I check my emails and, and my thought is like, okay, I know this could potentially derail me for the day, but it could also make my morning feel a lot better at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm like, oh, I responded to that and I responded to that, it took like four minutes. I've basically done some work already. And then it allows me to actually relax more during the rest of my routine because I'm not thinking, I wonder what's sitting in my inbox. I wonder what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, which is not great. I know that I should just not look. So a lot of the days I do check my phone and I check my email if I don't, what I've replaced it with is um, I wake up and I clean. 
<laughs> I organize oh, my, I, I make my bed. I put things away. I tidy up for the day. I fucking love it too. Like I, it's like, I turn into Cinderella where I'm like fucking whistling and shit like that. And that, you know, whatever it's, yeah. it's a pleasant thing. It's not like, Oh, this feels like a horrible, horrible chore. Yeah. Um, but it just gets my body moving. It makes me feel like I'm doing something that's going to make my whole day better because now when I walk around my home for the rest of the day, I feel very calm. I feel like peaceful and it only takes, you know, 10 minutes maybe. Um, And so that's really a big part of my morning routine without me consciously thinking I want to do this. I'm just naturally drawn to that. I can't believe that this is part of your day-to-day and not your, like your dream routine. Like, you you're saying like that's what most people would aspire like you do I thought we were throwing away the Instagram reel and your life is the Instagram (laughs) reel like that you wake up and clean that's crazy that's so funny because I see it as I should be taking better care I should be exercising instead I should be um meditating and I'm cleaning so I've 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 thought about it kind of negatively where I'm like am I just avoiding taking good care of myself but I genuinely want to do this like it it makes me happy yeah so so I do that I honestly yeah yeah most I mean pretty much every day I do that because I just love it um and then the one of my like full disclosure I'm going through a really tough time right now I've been kind of in a funk uh and so um, my, my routine has looked a little bit different than what it's been looking like in the, in the recent past, yeah. but this has been such a great experience for my routine because it's made me realize what my kind of non-negotiables are for myself and the things that I stick with, even when I can barely get out of bed, you know? Mm, so I yeah. think that's like very interesting, kind of weird litmus test. Um, so even though I'm in a weird funk, um, in the morning, I brush my teeth. <laughs> so I still, oh, yes. I still, I still follow through on that. Right? Yes. yes. Um, and then I have, um, I mean, shout out to our sponsor, Athletic Greens. I've been using them for probably a couple years at this point, if not longer. Yeah. As soon as they became a sponsor the first time, I became a regular customer. And I have my Athletic Greens drink every single morning without fail. And it just makes me feel so good on so many levels. Um, because of the inconsistency of my routine, I'm not somebody who like cooks a lot. I'm not like, I don't know, it just makes me feel like I got all my vitamins and minerals for the day that are going to be really great by like nine 30 in the morning, you know, yeah. and that makes me feel like awesome. So, um, I do that yeah. and I try to do a little, bit of a stretch or meditation of some kind. Um, but that looks very different. Sometimes I'm like, I'm not going to do that yet. And then I will get into like work mode and then I'll do a little bit like in between and stuff like that. But for the most part, that's like my very honest routine. I wake up, I might check my emails. I do a little cleaning. I have my drink and get kind of ready for the day. And like, that's kind of all that I actually do consistently. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. You're so funny. <laughs> yeah, you're so funny. You're like, um, I just do 25 things that are all really great for me and 
But it's like, but I used to put so much pressure on this whole morning routine thing where it's like, I got to yoga and meditate and drink the green drink and go for a walk. I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. I'm not going to be journaling for 25 minutes. I'm not going to do any of that. I could do like three things that are very simple and take like less than two minutes pretty much is a lot of it. Yeah. I have found that something that feels a little bit more realistic to me is to take one or two of the things that would be in a an Instagram real morning routine and move them yeah. to the afternoon. Yes, exactly. You know what yes. I mean? I, yes. Maybe I'll do an afternoon walk. Yes. Maybe I'll do an afternoon journal or something, but. Exactly. The morning, at least for me, feels, feels short. Because. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, it's a lot going on. Sometimes. I, I, exactly what you said, Kels. As soon as I said, okay, how about instead of putting pressure on this whole morning routine concept, I just look at it as a daily routine or even sometimes a 24 hour day of what I'm doing for myself, yeah. you know? And it's like, okay, I don't have to do all of it in the morning. I, like you said, I could do an evening walk if I want getting that natural sunlight. Sometimes I'll just take my dogs to the bathroom and I will just stand in the sun for a couple minutes before I go back inside. Like that's yeah. more realistic for me than going on a full 25, 30 minute, whatever walk in the morning, you know, yeah. it's like those little tiny moments that you can just kickstart or jumpstart your day. And then I always feel better doing the longer stuff later in the day. Yeah, for sure. Um, should we talk about our more like afternoon evening routines? Sure. Yeah. Go for it. What do you do? And what's the difference between being on the road and being at home for these things? Yeah. So I will say when I'm on the road, let's say, so last weekend I was in Florida. Thank you for those of you who came out to the Dania beach shows. They were so fun. Um, I, I was waking up around 10 as well. Now also it's so weird for me on the road because there's all these time changes So sometimes it's like I'm three hours behind where I would have been or two hours ahead or whatever. It's kind of all over the place. But generally I will wake up if I'm, if my hotel is in a safe area with restaurants nearby, I might be going and walking and getting food. Lately, I've been doing a lot of like the Uber Eats Postmates sort of a situation. And that has been a lifesaver that makes me feel like I'm not stranded in my hotel room without food. So um, I will wake up, I will eat something. I will try my best to go to the hotel gym. That's become a really massive part of keeping my mental health okay on the road because the road is a weird life, you guys. (laughs) I feel so lucky that I get to bring one of my close friends, Tommy, on the road with me most weekends because it just feels like no matter where you are, if it's a new place, if it's unfamiliar, it's like you know that you can at least meet up with that person for a meal during the day and then you'll have a friend at the shows at night. Like it just, right. it takes the edge off a little bit. And uh, and we've had Tommy on the show. You guys know Tommy. Um, so I will, I will go to the gym and then I will typically, yeah, try to meet Tommy and get some food, just get outside. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I, I try to take a nap if I can on the road, doing two shows a night, like performing for two hours a night, man, even yeah. if I get a good night's sleep, I can really still feel it <laughs> in the afternoon. Yeah. Also, I'm traveling, so you're still kind of recovering from that. You're sleeping in a hotel bed 
So automatically your body's like not as used to that mattress. You, for me, at least being a woman on the road, you're always a little freaked out. I, I just don't sleep very well when yeah. I'm on the road. And, uh, and then I am heading to the club and I'm typically at the club from like six to midnight. Yeah. So that's, that's like a three to four day work schedule for me is I do that and kind of rinse and repeat and then fly back and <laughs> recover. Yeah. No wonder you're sleeping 10 hours <laughs> when you get home, dude. Like, of course, <laughs> of course. Like, oh, no big deal. Just X, Y, Z. Yeah. That's exhausting. I, I traveled once this year and I'm still recovering. (laughs) I had one trip granted. It was like to Ireland, but still it took me like six weeks to recover from that trip. Oh God. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, Jesus, that's so much travel though. You're doing, you're doing it as part of your normal routine, but it's not normal for most people. Yeah. Chad pointed this out to me. This was a gig I had a week ago. I performed at a casino in Iowa. And I actually spent more time traveling to that gig than I actually spent at the gig, like at the city. So um, it was like a three-hour drive to the airport, two flights to get there, did the show, woke up, two flights back, another three-hour drive over to the lake cabin. It was, whew, I was not in a good place. But yeah, that's a typical, that's that's what the road looks like for me. So there's that. And then- if I'm home, my afternoon, evening, like we talked about, maybe that's when I'm going to go on a walk. On a day like today, Delaney and I usually record a podcast episode once a week. Sometimes mm-hmm. if we're trying to really stock up, we will do like two or three in a week. And we have standing appointments. We've really tried to streamline our process with this show. Yes. So we will have like a standing recording time. And um, if Chad and I are both home together at the same time, we're like, spending as much time together as we can we'll like play cribbage or do like play a sport together or go get food and then usually at night we will watch one of our favorite shows together right now we're binging better call Saul nice 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 fabulous yeah how about you um yeah my afternoon and evening routine is very much like uh the things that I do most days I would say this is this is kind of bored in the line between like honest routine and ideal routine because, mm-hmm. you know, I do it quite a bit. I go on a daily walk most days um, with my dogs or by myself or with a friend. Um, I'm really lucky to have a lot of friends that live in my neighborhood. And so it's mm-hmm. easy to meet with them for a walk, catch up, all that good stuff. So that's definitely something I do. Um, and yeah, it's so nice. It's like, you know, I love, you know, I love efficiency and <laughs> And all that's a great like, multitask. Oh my god, right? It's like you catch up with a friend, you're getting exercise, you're getting outside. I mean, it's so many things. Um, yeah. and then I really love just doing kind of like a freestyle stretching workout routine um on my yoga mat with some dumbbells or without, and just doing what feels good. I don't follow a workout regimen, I don't do X amount of push-ups a day. Like I just kind of do whatever I feel like that, that day. And that has worked for me because it feels fun instead of like, I'm dreading this. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I work out for longer than others. And sometimes I do it for literally 90 seconds and I fold that shit up and go about my day. Yeah. Um, so I like that that has worked for me, uh, as far as like the workout shit. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, I, several times a week, pull an Oracle card. Many of you know this, and I love it so much. It's it's super fun. I love the... um, the message messages that I get through the cards. I love the intention behind it. It definitely organically leads into a meditation for me. So it's just a nice way to get me to do that for myself. Um, and I, I try to do that like minimum three times a week, but a lot of time I'm able to do more, you know, uh, more often. So I really love that. And then I have a daily tea time almost every day. I love my tea. You know me, I'm a 97 year old lady and a 33 year old body. Um, Love my tea time. Sometimes it's like afternoon tea. Sometimes it's evening tea. Um, And I grab my little fancy ass cup from my, I literally have a tea cupboard in my dining room that is filled with pretty teacups and all kinds of different teas and little like accessories for your tea. I love it. Um, and I, it's just like a little simple daily luxury that makes me feel like I'm taking time for myself. I'm not like, uh, maybe I'm watching TV. Maybe I'm not, maybe I'm listening to my record player, but it just kind of, you know, shuts it off. Even if it's for five minutes, it's just been a really nice routine. And I really started that after my grandfather passed away almost a couple years ago now, because him and my grandma, like they did daily multiple times a day for tea and all that. So that was something that I'm like, I want to incorporate this. This is a nice way to kind of keep that tradition alive for myself. So I've been loving that. Um, and I was going to ask real quick, do you have your Oracle cards near you? Yes. Oh my God. Well, I have so many decks, but let me get, I can grab the one that I have been using lately. I would just say, you've never actually pulled one on the podcast. You've talked about it so much. Yeah. I, like, because I don't have an Oracle deck, I don't even know what to picture oh, when yeah. you say you pull one. Yes, it's a, it's kind of a long, so some, some of them are shorter, some of them are longer. So there's a book usually in tandem with the card. So the one that I've been doing lately is kind of a longer, several oh. pa- pages that you read, but I'm oh. happy to pull a card for you if you want to see what I'm up to. Sure. Or, or show it to you. Yeah, you don't have to like do the whole long thing yeah. if you don't well, want, but I just am curious. Oh, let me grab it. Yeah. Okay. 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 So currently I am pulling from the Sacred Rebels Oracle from Alana Fairchild, and it's got gorgeous art um, by Autumn Sky. And it's just, oh, it's Sacred just so Rebels. fun. Oh, I love it. It sounds like just... a Coachella band. <laughs> Perhaps it will be. Um, yeah. But yeah. So. I'll show you. And honestly, if you're interested in more Oracle card stuff, the episode that I did 
with Lucy Sherman has it's all about or pulling cards together and setting intentions and all that good shit. She uses them in her therapy practice. So they're really oh, cool. cool. Um, so you, you know, you pull a card however you want, right? Like it could be that you're looking at uh, the, the, the art and that makes you want to pull that card or you're just doing it like whatever I get, like a magic trick is okay. what I'm going to get right. So, okay. I pulled a card. This one is called trust yourself. Okay. So then there's a little number mm-hmm. on the card. Okay. And then Kelsey, I feel like you're going to love, I think you, I'm going to get you your first Oracle deck. You're going to love it. Oh, um, you don't have, that's very sweet. Trust yourself. And then, so you go to the number, there's a little, you know, okay. uh, table of contents here. So this is on page 127. Okay. And then you read a little bit about this card, right? So it says like, you are wise. You know how to grow even without knowing how you know, like the ancient four, et cetera, et cetera. So this is all about maybe not doubting your instincts, right? Trusting yeah. your gut. It makes you think of a moment in your life right now where maybe you are not doing that very well and how you can yeah. do it better. So you can always apply it to your real life. And that's what I love about it. I'm like, yeah, it makes you think intentionally for a little it. bit. So I just, I mean, these cards are just saving my life right now. I know that sounds like a real basic bitch thing to say, but my God, <laughs> I am, I am fucking loving it because it feels like, oh my God, I can't believe these words are coming out of my mouth. It feels like you're in a conversation with the universe. I know oh. how that sounds, you guys. I know I'm canceling myself. Don't worry. Like I said, I've already canceled myself. I'm not on social media anymore. So um, it's, it's that, but you really, oh, you God. think it's dumb until you try it. And then you're like, oh, I get it. it this feels really fucking good. Yeah. Um, and I found out about Alana Fairchild deck because um, somebody, um, Jennifer, who was actually on the show, who did, we did, um, oh, the manifesting exercise. Oh yeah. She was episode, so great. Who was awesome. She gifted me my first Oracle deck ever. And it was a, it was Alana Fairchild. And so I just got a second one um, from her recently. So anyway. Nice. I know that was a tangent, but that is no. A... I I wanted to know. I yeah. love that you use it to help get you into meditation. I feel like I yes. could see myself using it to get a journaling session going. Yes. It would spark just, you know, exactly just talking to yourself. It's yeah. So that's that's kind of uh, those are the things that I really do stick to. And yeah. then um, I'm usually listening <clears throat> to a podcast or audio book at some point several yep, times a week. I wouldn't say daily. And I, I usually am taking quite a few baths throughout the week, but because it's summertime and it's been so fucking hot, I'm not really doing that right now, but that's usually part of it. And, um, that's kind of, that's kind of the afternoon routine when it comes to like, well, we've talked a lot about just like, this is kind of our self-care, I guess, routine yeah. and stuff like that. Not really our work routine, but that's kind of what I do. Yeah. And I know you and I, in terms of bedtime routines have both been trying to be better about screen time um just the whole sleep hygiene thing being aware that it is a transition to go from the day you've had and being alert and active and handling your shit to then just putting your head on the pillow and trying to fall asleep like a lot of the times you need to have a bit of a transition and help your brain get to that place where it's actually ready to turn off yes and that's why I feel like an evening walk is so good for that because for me it's like okay I'm work mode is over I'm in transitioning into relaxing mode where when I used to do morning walks I would come home a little bit tired and have a hard time getting into my work day 
So oh. I'm like, I feel like I need to preserve that energy to get into my work day. And then I like to use walking as unwinding time. Oh, Instead. I like that. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. See, it's so different for everybody. Cause I think for a lot yeah. of people walking boosts their energy and like gets their blood flowing. But I, I can also totally agree that sometimes you come back from a walk and you're like, well, I'm fucking wiped now. Right. I've done a lot of things already and now I need yeah. a nap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm hungry and I'm whatever. Yeah. So yes. talk to me about your, your weekly reset, if you have one, or things that you strive to do every week. That's a very popular yeah. type of video on social media. I don't know if oh, you know. I but do not. I really love following Whitney Simmons. It's they're very satisfying. It's like he they give you kind of a montage of them restocking their fridge, them doing the laundry, oh. them doing the deep clean, and it does kind of inspire you to want to do it because it almost feels like you're doing it with a friend. Oh, interesting. Okay, so well, <laughs> before I get into that, I have to say a, a few times I've mentioned on the podcast recently, I've been trying to like brush my teeth at a decent hour. Yes. So that way I can come downstairs and watch TV and just go right to bed instead of fall asleep on the couch and then be like, shit, I got to brush my teeth yeah. and wash my face and wake myself up again. I have failed every night since I mentioned it. I have not done <laughs> it a single time. No. I have not done it a single time. Oh. I don't know what it is. It's like I have. I have daily amnesia where it's like, by the time it's like eight, eight, 9 PM. Um, I forget that that's been my goal. Even if I set an alarm, which I have tried, I will turn the alarm off. So I, this is reminding me of uh, bagel gate 2017, where all I wanted to do <laughs> was eat less bagels. And I kept eating bagels several times a day, every day. <laughs> like I, just, oh my God. I don't know. I ha I do not know what it is, but it's starting to really piss me off. Cause I'm like, it's such a simple thing that I'm actively not doing. I need to like put a post-it note somewhere or something, but that is something that is part of my ideal routine that I am really struggling with right now to incorporate. So Do I got you it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you feel like it's a revenge bedtime procrastination thing? It might be. It, it might be. Or I like by the time I'm like on the couch watching Married at First Sight, the, the new season, um, <laughs> I am just like hooked on my show and I don't feel like doing any, I don't feel like getting up. Yeah. I don't know what, so I need to like start doing it at a time maybe before, maybe I reward myself with TV and the, and the, it, if I do that or something, I got to trick my brain into it, but it's really starting to annoy me. I know. I wish you could keep your TV remote in your bathroom. So that in <laughs> yes. order to turn your TV on, you have to physically be in there. And then you're like, well, I'm here. I need to do my shit. And then I'll go back downstairs <laughs> with this. That reminds me, my stepmom does this brilliant thing where anytime she's on the toilet, that's when she does her gratitude practice. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, so, you've you've talked about it on the show before. Yes, where it's like, oh my God, that's so smart. She's like, yeah, I go to the bathroom several times a day. I think about five to 10 things I'm grateful for. It puts me in a great mood. I'm like, oh, brilliant. I need to put something on the back of my bathroom door that like, you know, oh, yeah, pr yeah. prompts that or something. So yeah. Oh gosh. But yeah. Um. So anyway to your question of the things that I try to do weekly, I actually don't really have the things that you mentioned in the sense of the deep clean and the shopping and all that. Um, I, Cam and I, we are, uh, we really prioritize trying to outsource some things. So mm -hmm. we don't, 
have to spend a whole lot of time there. Um, we're not like big shoppers in other ways. So we have somebody who cleans our home a couple times a month. Um, nice. And then he usually does the grocery shopping or we just kind of like make little small trips okay. here and there throughout a couple of weeks. Um, and then we also have a laundry service that picks up our laundry and does it. Those are the things that I like am happy to splurge on because yeah. when you're living in like uh, apartment type of community in LA, like uh, doing the laundry can be kind of a, you know, a nuisance and stuff like that. Oh, nice. you, I've never had in-unit laundry. So it's not just like uh, you yeah. throw it in and do stuff. It's like, you know, it takes a lot of time. So, um, but the things that we do, I would say um, a weekly or bi-weekly date night, that has been pretty consistent. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, which feels like kind of a reset or just like, a, you know, a little escape from our, our monotonous routine. Um, and I see a friend, I see a friend usually once a week or, or every other week for a dinner or some kind of fun thing. Nice. Um, so I would say those are more in line with, and then I do a little creative project of some kind. I might, this is more like a monthly thing. I might whip out a canvas and paint something. I might like write a poem to myself. <laughs> I <don't say>. Yeah, <laughs> Just stuff like that, that just like do something for fun that is not work related because when your creativity and your work commingle, it's hard to separate that shit. So I intentionally do creative things that I don't get paid to do. Um, okay. But what about you, Kels? What is like, what are the like weekly reset situations that you have? Yeah, I, I do like a weekly make sure that the sheets are getting washed, that the towels are getting washed, um, try to vacuum. Sometimes that becomes like an every other week thing, but just like the basics of cleanliness when you're doing the deep clean stuff that's a once a week thing for me that's usually when I'm doing laundry it's just I have to clear the day that's something I've learned too is like that sort of thing actually takes way more time and energy than you realize I used to think oh like washing my clothes it's gonna take an hour it's like no I'm doing multiple loads something's got to get hang dry. It's like a whole, it really actually is very exhausting. So to hear you outsource it, I'm like, hmm, maybe I should look into that. Cause <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't enjoy doing it despite having washer and dryer in unit. It's, it's pretty taxing sometimes. So those are, that for me is the weekly reset thing. Um, of course, like I said, Chad and I are always trying to spend as much quality time together as we can. So I feel like we do end up doing some sort of date night, Uh, at some point in the week but uh yeah and then I I wish I could see one of my friends every week that's something I want to talk about on an upcoming episode is kind of this quarter life crisis feeling I've been having where my life just looks very different now than it did a year ago and part of that is having moved to a state where I've never lived here before and I don't know anybody besides my partner and I'm just not one of those people who does well in a situation like that. I'm used to having a really pretty wide support system around me. So, um, yeah, but I, uh, I try at least like once a month, every other week, if I can to get a massage, that's also something that's important for me is trying to like prioritize self-care and, oh, and therapy. I, I still do therapy usually about every other week now. 
those are those are big like this stuff needs to continue to happen or else I can really feel it like I think you can feel yeah. when you've gone too long without a massage or a therapy session so yeah yep yep same, same yeah love a good massage love it mm-hmm. um yep. try to do that so what is your work stuff usually look like when are you writing your jokes? When are, how do you prep for shows? What about packing? Like what, like the stuff that you do for a living, what is that looking like? Yeah, that's a good question. It's, I really admire people like Jerry Seinfeld who write every single day for a set amount of time. We were talking about habits early on in the episode and that's somebody who has really mastered the art of having a habit. Yeah. When we did our menstrual cycle episode and we talked about how there are different times where it's easier to feel creative and other times where you just feel really sluggish and unmotivated. So I find that my joke writing can follow that pattern a little bit. There are times where I just don't feel as creative. And then there are other times in the month where it's like, I can't stop writing. Yeah. So I just went through a phase of that this week. And then it's kind of a two-part thing. It's like I'm writing and writing and writing, and then I go on stage and typically will try maybe two to three new jokes in a weekend. There's a You have to be mindful that people are paying to come to your show, so you want to make sure that you are giving them a really great show, but you have to also keep growing as a comic. So to me, that feels like the right balance is sneaking in two to three brand new ones I'll usually let the crowd know like is it all right with you guys if I try a new one and I think people like feeling like they are part of you figuring out a new joke and if it's going to work or not so that's kind of my workflow is depends a little bit on where I'm at in my cycle and uh and yeah but I do sit down and write still and then um packing that's like a night before thing and it is so exhausting the packing and unpacking process every week is also something I dread but I have tried to streamline it as much as humanly humanly possible I think I mentioned on the show at one point that I bought duplicates of all of my like skincare stuff yeah so that I can just keep some in my bag and just whatever if you're somebody that travels frequently whatever you can do to make it easier for yourself, man, I, that's helped me a ton. Oh, I love it. I, I took that tip because you said that a little mm-hmm. while ago. And now I keep a foam charger in my like little weekender bag yep. because I'm always like w- w- trying to find a charger when I'm mm-hmm. packing it. And I'm like, oh, so I have loved that tip. And oh, uh, it's I'm such a good one. That. And that's been, and I, I pack things up for a weekend or a night somewhere pretty frequently because I like to go visit my family or whatever for the evening mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. And so I use that quite a bit and that's been really I'm awesome. So glad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. It's been good. Um, any like monthly things for you or work things? So with work stuff, I, the, the biggest thing that I've realized is that I need to kind of have like a compass or something that grounds me into what does a successful routine or schedule like mean? Like, what is that built around? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's always like having agency of my time has always been the goal. And, and that has made me feel lately that I'm like, oh, I've, I've done the thing that I wanted. And now anything extra is just kind of the cherry on top. Like mm-hmm. having that time freedom has been huge. So um, 
I built myself, uh, and it's not perfect every week, but the structure of my schedule is that Mondays and Fridays are kind of like to-do list type of thing days. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of ease in, into my week and ease out of my week. And if I really need to, I can take the things off of those Mondays and Fridays and give myself a long weekend where I don't do anything oh, on those days. Gotcha. So I have intentionally made Tuesdays through Thursdays, my work week. Um, so that's when, you know, we record the podcast. I record my other podcasts. Um, and that's when I meet with clients. That's also when my office hours are for clients. Um, and because I feel the most energetic between usually the hours of like 10 to 1 PM, that's when I'm able to give somebody my best. That's when all my appointments are scheduled and stuff like that. Because really once it hits like two or three, I've been up since maybe seven, I'm fucking Mm -hmm. done and nobody's going to get the best version of me. And I just don't want to put myself in that position or them in that position where they're not getting that. So that's pretty much what my work stuff has looked like. So some days I'm, it's usually some kind of zoom, whether I'm recording a podcast or meeting with a client or whoever. Um, and then I use Voxer to connect with clients and stuff like that in between zoom calls and stuff like that. So that's, if you know what Voxer is, it's like a free messaging app where mm-hmm. it's basically like having my phone number. So I'm often, you know, sending voice messages to clients, texts, files, photos, whatever, that kind of thing. So um, that's that's pretty much it. But mm-hmm. I've been in this point where I know that something's going to be different for me moving forward in the in my work, whether that is I, I try to get like a part-time thing at a nonprofit. Um, I start a vegan business of some kind. I just know I need something different. I might be getting a writing, some writing work this year that I'm very excited about. Um, And so I don't really know what that's going to look like. I'm kind of on the cusp of this might not be my schedule Mm. going forward. And I'm open to that and okay with that. I would still like to be able to like work from home and have agency over my time, but I'm needing something different. And I was uh, up for a job at um, a company where I was going to potentially be a consultant for them that I was kind of excited about, like, that would be a good fit. And then the company went out of business. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's not my path. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, I keep getting knocked out of this, like, I don't know, this place that I thought I was going to be in for a while. And I feel like I'm, I meant to do something different going forward. I just don't know what. So that's yeah. kind of it. Yeah. Well, we're excited to hear where you end up. I will keep you all posted. Yeah. Um, anything else on your end, Kels? We ready to wrap this baby up? Let's wrap this baby up. Um, all right. We have an iTunes review of the episode. This is from Dr. Michael Train. Uh, they say, driving podcast of choice. Heard about this pod through a few other sources. Definitely worth a listen. I drive a lot for work, and this podcast has helped me fill out my entertainment budget. Oh, yay. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Maybe you're oh, listening to us while you're driving right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to leave a review, it will most likely like 99.9% of a chance get read on the show in an upcoming yeah. episode. We're kind of at that point where like we've, we're kind of caught up with a lot of them. Yeah. So if you want to get a shout out, um, we would love to, we'd love to have you do it. It's such a fun way to connect to you guys too, you know? Um, and yeah, exactly. God. God, I love a podcast while I'm traveling. That is for sure. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> thank you, Michael. Dr. Michael. Thank you, Michael. I have a couple 
recommendations. And by the time this comes out, these movies will have been out for a little while. I don't know if they'll still be in theaters, but I saw both the Barbie movie and Oppenheimer mm. within like the same week. And Barbenheimer, it, you did Barbenheimer. It. <laughs> I Barbenheimered. They were both such fantastic movies, wildly different mm. <laughs> subject matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just couldn't recommend either of them enough. Did you, have you seen them? I saw Barbie. I'll have to tell you, I'll, I'll let you finish, but I have something so funny that happened. Oh no, <laughs> or, go ahead and tell me. Funny. Well, number one, we went, Cam's, Cam's a huge movie fan. So we yeah. went to Barbie for his birthday and the first person we saw, we walked in the theater was Taylor. So we ran into Taylor, gave oh. her a hug. We were like, and she was getting out of Barbie. Oh, and funny. Then, okay. We watched the movie and three minutes before the movie ended, the entire theater had to be evacuated for like what we thought was a fire. All the alarms started going off, all this shit. It ended up being like a malfunction, but um, we were so freaked out. It was so scary. And so I haven't seen, I haven't seen the last like two or three minutes of the movie. So I'm just going to have to like, wait, I guess at some point. Oh, I am so sorry. God, that's, I mean, especially in a movie theater, there's just obviously been so many bad things. I know. Having them there, that's like not uh, something you want to go through is being in there and hearing a fire alarm. Yeah. And I was like, I'm only somebody who sees like one to two movies in theaters every year. So I'm like, of fucking course this happens. I finally say, okay, to go to a movie in a theater. Yeah. Did you see Oppenheimer? I did not because I just cannot sit through like a three plus hour movie. I just cannot do it, you know, but I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's great. It's so good. I I will say I also am the type of person that gets pretty fidgety being, feeling like I'm stuck in a place. Yeah. For three hours. The movie flew by. I really, and I had, there is, Apparently, an app called Run P, where for this is something I get anxiety about is like oh I feel like gosh. I'm gonna have to pee during the movie and I don't want to miss an important part. Yeah, I have not tried this app yet, but it was going viral on TikTok that you you open the app and you hit what movie you're seeing as the movie starts, that and then your phone so will vibrate. Fun. When it's the boring part of the movie, like the people have already (gasps) determined, like this is the most missable part. So it vibrates. So then you go pee. And when you come back, it has a little text for you on the screen of this is what happened when you were gone. No fucking way. That is brilliant. Isn't that ingenious? I just super brilliant. Oh my God. So funny. But that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you're on the fence about seeing Barbie or Oppenheimer, I just, uh, I think they're both absolutely worth taking the time to watch. Nice. Yeah. Cam was going to see the Barbenheimer, do the Barbenheimer thing, mm-hmm. but because of the evacuation, he didn't end up oh. going to Oppenheimer after, but um, yeah, I, I guess I have, I have a good shit. I just, I got back from a bachelorette party this weekend. Uh, my cousin is getting married. I'm officiating his wedding. And so um, I went to his lovely fiance's bachelorette party. It was, it was nice. It oh. was, it was at a lake. It was in a little mountain town. Um, very relaxing, met some really lovely women. And I think this kind of ties into the whole routine thing is because I, you know, I've tried my best to intentionally create my week to be like a long weekend. I was able to just take that Friday off and leave early and, you know, drive some of the girls up there and stuff like no problem, you know? Yeah. And so it's just, that's kind of like, those are the reasons why I try to um, make that happen. And uh, it was just nice. Anytime that I'm able to like uh, reap that benefit, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, 
this is why I did this. I'm glad, you know, makes yeah. things more smooth, but yeah, it was, it was a nice time. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I'll see you in Cleveland this weekend. I'm so excited. KelseyCook.com for those tour dates. So many more coming up soon. Fabulous. And DelaneyFisher.com for my free private podcast, Career Crush. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Self Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend or feel free to post it on Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast so we can repost you and say thank you. 